Hey, podcast listener. Are you working so hard you wonder if the money is even worth it? If you're like most CPAs I work with, you have way too much to do, you feel relentless deadline pressure, and worst of all, you feel torn between serving clients and being with family. What if I told you you could work a 40-hour week without losing a dime? I know it sounds impossible, but my Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is designed for CPAs just like you who want to get their lives back. Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is launching soon. In it, you'll learn how to start getting your time back week by week, make your workload manageable while still bringing in plenty of revenue, what to put in your packages and how to price them, and so much more. Don't leave your future to chance. CPA Mastermind will get you on the same profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. I think we forget about the creative side of our industry. And there is a creative side of our industry that's so fun and it's invaluable to our clients. Welcome to the Smart Strategy for CPAs podcast, where I help you work less and earn more. My name is Geraldine Carter. Last week on the podcast, I had Catherine Osmond, CPA. She and I have been working together for just shy of a year, and she's made huge strides in pivoting her business. If you haven't heard the episode, it's number 141. Go back and listen to that first if you want this conversation to make a bit more sense in context. But if you're driving or running and might not be able to, then the quick and dirty is that toward the end of the episode, after talking all about technical stuff, money, strategy, and all things logic, she basically says, at the end of the day, the most important thing is to believe it's possible. And it made me think, if simply believing it's possible is the most important thing, then listeners need to have an episode on that. And I couldn't agree more that the headspace your thoughts occupy is the single biggest driver of your progress. So that you can hear this perspective from Catherine, I asked her to have another conversation, which we tacked on to the end of a session. Buckle up, because we're talking at 75 miles an hour for part two with Catherine Osmond. We can't end the interview now, but I just told every of the listeners this was the last question. <laughs> because at the end, you said the most important thing is you have to believe. You have to believe that it is possible, right? Yes. And at the beginning, when we first met, you were like... I totally rolled my eyes, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> right, like you did. You didn't believe that it was possible. So, I, what I want to know is, when you rolled your eyes, what were the beliefs that were behind the eye roll? Like, oh, come on! Like, what? What was in yeah, your mind? There's no way. This is just a sales pitch. There's no way that you can make it. It was the time frame, because you had said in a year. I mean, in a year, this is going to be turned upside down. You know, in a year, you're going to, you're going to have these desires that we're talking about in this initial consultation. And my belief at that point was there is no flipping way that in one year's time, I'm going to have a niche built in this industry. There's no way. I just met you. This is, this is your way of reeling me in and next year you're going to say, oh, we didn't make it. Write me another check. And I'm going to be like, no. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yep. And then even with all these obstacles, we had COVID. We, it was June when we first talked. I mean, we were still recovering from COVID. I had staff that was quitting. I was hiring new staff. I changed niches. 
I went with, and I changed niches big time. It wasn't even like I went from a restaurant to a caterer. No, I went from gamers <laughs> to farmers, like LA gamers in Hollywood to South Texas farmers, you know, <laughs> big change. Total 180. Total 180. Had huge life blow up, huge life blow up for three or four months was not even on the radar and we still we're not even at one year yet and we've got four signed a process done 15 percent of my income is coming from this niche and i had all of these obstacles so yeah that's the gist of it <laughs> what do you believe actually i want to ask you quick about um because we didn't bring it up necessarily five figure uh vcfo is this like i mean i know the answer to this but for listeners five figures has a pretty big spread are we talking like low five figures mid five figures high five figures like what your fees are for working with your farmers on vcfo services the fees that we're charging the farmers are they don't seem astronomical to me now <laughs> but when we first but when we first started talking a year ago, we're like astronomical, astronomical numbers. So each client, each client is knocking on extremely high five figures, if not six figures per year. These are not one-time fees per year, which a year ago, I would have told you, you are high on crack. <laughs> I mean, that's all I can say. But now, now, literally, I was speaking with one client just this morning and we'll will be having the conversation with him in the next in the next four months about doubling the fee that he started me with. Yeah. Yeah. Because the value is there. It's creating the value. And that's, I think, the thing that most CPAs miss is that we we have a service that for some reason, deep inside our psyche, deep inside our psyche, we have a service that we have an expensive computer system that we hit print and it prints out this product. We don't really have a unique, personalized, high value service. And this process has created an incredibly unique incredibly high value process that is a win-win for both of us. It's a win-win for my clients and it's a win-win for me and my, co and my company, my staff. It affords me the opportunity to pay them more, to give them bonuses, to get them better equipment. I mean, it's an amazing, yeah. an amazing thing. So what do you believe now compared to what you believed at the outset, which is there's no way this is just a sales pitch. <laughs> those numbers are astronomical. There's no way I could ever pitch those numbers. Now, what do you believe? There's no boundary. There is literally, literally no boundary. There is a boundary on me and what my person sitting behind this computer can do on a daily basis, right? I can only meet with so many clients. I can only prepare so many. There's a boundary. I can only do so much because I'm one person. But what this process has made me believe and to know, it's not even believe, it's to know, is the exponentiality of the potential. So what would have been different if a year ago you had believed that? that there is limitless potential that this stuff can go to infinity. 
what do you think would have been different? How would that have been? That's even hard for me to even think about really, because I, as much as I believe right now, sitting from where I am right now, that the sky is literally the limit. If I would have believed it, then I think that I would have been, I would have been so much farther along in the process because I wouldn't have had to have gone through the mindset or the, the fear the, all the mindset stuff that contracts or constricts your belief, right? So whether it's fear of success or whether it's fear of rejection or whether it's whatever that fear is, fear of not being able to deliver what you're promising you can deliver. That was a big one for me, a fear of me saying, oh, I'm going to be able to deliver all of this, these wonderful tax savings and all of these benchmarks. And I'm going to be able to increase your business by exponential amounts for me to believe that I really could deliver what I was telling them I could deliver. That was my biggest thing. So if I would have already had that belief system and didn't have to go through the drudgery of getting to this place, having to work with two or three clients to see that the value really does exist. I mean, I really want to say I would probably be doing triple what I'm doing right now. I really believe that. Yeah. Had I not, had I just hit the ground running and said, I believe this is possible. I believe the value is there. I'm the one to deliver that value. I am enough to deliver that value. I think I would have been already double for sure, if not triple where, and I really believe closer to the triple mark. Wow. That's wild because so often we need, especially in this space where we're linear thinkers, we're numbers people, we need data to prove things. What you're saying is that belief would have accelerated your process and you would be three times farther along. Absolutely. How are numbers people going to square that? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. I don't even know. We self-sabotage because we don't really believe it can happen. We don't really believe we can deliver the value or we don't really believe that, that what, that what we thought up, I mean, at the end of the day, this process, this service, and this product that I'm delivering to these farmers, I dreamed it up, right? There was not something that was there that I'm selling that somebody else dreamed up, but I'm not selling a widget that you produced and just sold to me to sell to somebody else. So the belief system even goes deeper. Not only do I believe that the widget has to be, you know, wanted and um, valuable, but something that I created in my own mind, which, so it's even a double whammy on the self-belief. That not only you had to believe in the value that you could deliver, but it also required that you could believe in yourself enough to come up with and create and design a service that would deliver that value. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I can sell a QuickBooks product all day long because QuickBooks is a great product and whatever, but I don't have, all I have to do is know how to use QuickBooks. I'm not the one that developed it. If I'm the one, it takes a little bit more oomph to say, look, I, I created this from nothing. There was a blank slate in this industry, in this, in this space. Now I'm putting this out in front of you and I need you to say, yes, I need you to pay me almost six digits a year to work this. And I need you to value, and I need to believe that the, that what I'm producing at the end is valuable to you. I, I don't know. It's hard to really explain. It's like, it's easy to sell something that somebody else created, right? For me, this is about, I created it. 
and I'm selling it. So it makes your self-confidence have to be even greater. Right. Because it hasn't been tested or proven by anybody else. It hasn't been road tested. Nobody knows if it'll actually work. Yes. It's your product and yours alone. Yes. That's that you're putting out there in front of your prospects, your ideal buyers, your current clients. Yes. And yet it wasn't that hard. I mean, you said in our conversation, what we're doing is easy. Oh yeah. No, it's not hard. I mean, I would replace that and say, it's like, I wouldn't say it's easy necessarily, but it's simple. Like it's like, we're not doing multivariable calculus. Like we're not doing regression statistics. I'm not making you do any Fourier series. Like we're, we're doing pretty straightforward stuff and you know your material so well that you were able to put it together. I see people on street corners twirling signs to get business into different, but that is much more difficult than what we have done here. <laughs> and truly, 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 this is a easy might not be the right word, but simplified. We were able to take very small action items. And I think that's the key is it wasn't like, okay, go and, you know, go and find three people before we talk next time. I mean, you never gave that to me, right? It was always very actionable items. Call your banker this week and have a conversation. And, you know, it, it was actionable. It wasn't like I had to figure out how I'm going to go find three people or, or whatever. And I think that was what the difference was. All the actionable items were very bite-sized, palatable, they weren't overwhelming. I think that's, they were easy. Call the banker, ask, you know, find out if they know anybody. Call, you know, ask the one person that you signed if they listened to a podcast or whatever. It was all very easy and very actionable. But I, I'm going to go back and say again that it does require, though, had I not done the homework, and I didn't do the homework 100% every time. I'm not saying it's a perfect I had to be perfect before. That's not what I'm saying because there was definitely, you know, times that I didn't do anything. But I had to continue to work on making the time to do it and really had to keep working on that mindset. The mindset for me really didn't shift until the week that we signed three people. <laughs> <laughs> the mindset was like, okay. It's there, but really working on because it's easy. It's super easy to say, even today. I mean, today is whatever today is, and our deadline is in less in in six days. Our tax deadline is in six days. But I knew it was valuable for me to not take phone calls, to not look at tax returns for this hour, so that I could spend it in this moment, right? Because we have this energy, we have this momentum that's going and we need to keep that going. So for me to say to you, I'm not going to talk to you for four weeks because I got to wrap up taxis. And that's an old, that's a pre-Geraldine thought, <laughs> right? That is so interesting because that, that has been a problem this season. I'm done with that. <laughs> I will talk to you on April 15th if that's what you think we need to do. You know, it's just, I know where the value is now. And to be honest with you, the 10, okay, we've talked for an hour, hour and 15 minutes, whatever it is. Um, the one or two returns that I could have knocked out in this hour, hour and 15 minutes, A, 
I could have given that person peace of mind. Their tax return is done, right? They can come and sign it and get out the door. But that they could have gotten at the CPA next door, or they could have gotten at the tax prep place down the road, or they could have gotten at any H&R block in the country. I didn't provide a unique, valuable service to that client. And that's what I really want my mind, the mind shift is that I want to focus on those unique, valuable clients, not just valuable to me, right? But valuable to this industry who has this gaping hole in this service of finding these numbers and doing these benchmarks and these budgets and these things that we're doing. It's incredibly valuable to my clients. So I could have produced a small, not unique value that this client could have gotten anywhere. TurboTax could have gotten anywhere. Or I could have created a value for a client that was a life-changing, game-changing value. Yeah. And in the last hour, we also devised a way to potentially create a $10,000 a month revenue stream, recurring revenue with very little effort. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's a valuable hour. Take it a step further. We just devised a plan that we could sell it for $10 million at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> or you could have made $800 doing two tax returns. Well, I could have made $100 doing two. But how many more people did I touch at a higher level? I think sometimes whenever we say a valuable client, we think we turn that as, oh, it's money for me. It is money for me. But look at the value that we're providing for these thousand clients. It's life-changing value for them. It's life-changing value for them. And that is going to impact those rural communities that those people live in. Absolutely. And the people they employ, mm -hmm. it's exponential. It is. Um, we had a, just real quickly, we had, I had two farmers retire in 2020. Both of those two farmers had to pay well over six digits in taxes because this this quote unquote tax strategy that is very typical in the ag industry is a terrible tax strategy and it's a tax deferral so at the end when they retire they have to pay this huge tax tax burden hundreds of thousands of dollars okay the one farmer that i met with today, we started talking about succession. He's in his mid forties. We wanted to start talking about succession now. And he, it was a game changer, not just for him in his annual business, but it put his, his mind at ease that if the good Lord chooses to take him home at, a, you know, earlier than one would, one would hope that his wife does not going to be burdened with a several hundred thousand dollar tax burden because of the old school mentality and tax strategy in this industry. These are game changing situations. And that's what I want to be about. I don't want to be about the tax return that can be done down at H&R Block. I want to be about this. I love that. I love that. Let's put some nice, neat bows on this for the listener. The thinking, you know, it looks, looks to the past and figures out what's going on in the past. But when we want to create our businesses, we've got to look to the future and figure out where we want to be in the future and then reverse engineer, right? So it's like a wholesale different way of thinking than typically you might be thinking in your business, right? Had you believed at the outset what you currently believe, you'd probably be three times farther than you are, something like that. So 
give listeners, because I think it's so helpful for them to hear it from you, who's a CPA versus me, who's like, yeah, but you've never done this before. You don't know what it's really like. Give them just one or two fundamental mindset shifts or like deeply held beliefs about how this can play that would be enormously helpful for them to change. There was a time that CPAs did everything by hand, right? And the service, the preparation of a tax return, it was incredibly valuable because you know, everything was calculations and very by hand and you had to have your little adding machine. And that was how this industry was, was raised, right? Doing everything very manually. Really in the last 20 years or so, this industry has gotten very automated, right? So now we have ex- incredibly high-end, big, expensive tax programs that we enter the data into. And for all intents and purposes, it spits out a product. Now, granted, there's a lot of different situations when you deal with higher-end people, people who have lots of entities or people who have high revenue, these types of things that we have to get into. It's not that easy, right? But the vast majority of what we do is simply data entry. And then you just got to make sure you didn't transpose a number. I think that, and, and there's not a lot of value there. So, and I think we tend to kind of have that same mentality that our clients have. It's just turbo tax. It's just a tax program. You just, you wave the W-2 in front of it and it spits out the tax form. And I think we lose sight that we have the ability to offer an incredibly invaluable product to our clients. And I think that's an old school mindset. I would, to me, that's, that was one of the hardest things for me to know that's not a nice clean bow and I'm sorry, but to me, that's, that's one of the biggest things. We buy a 20, 15, 20, $25,000 program. We feel like we put a ton of trust in it. We take the documents, we stick them in the thing, you know, we, we hit print, comes out, and that gets very monotonous and very rote. And I think we forget about the creative. And yes, I said the word creative in the accounting industry. I didn't say illegal. I said creative. I think we forget about the creative side of our industry. And there is a creative side of our industry that's so fun. It's so fun. And it's invaluable to our clients. There it is. We forget about the creative side of our industry. Had I not forgotten about the creative side of my industry when we started last June, I would have been further along in this process. I love that. And it's so true. It's so easy to lose sight of what's invaluable and just think that it's the like you price it by the hour and why like why not price it by the sheet of paper that it's printed on here. Your bill is one and a half cents. Right, exactly. No, you're changing my life. Like you're giving me numbers that I need and you're changing my life. And now if the good Lord takes me, I know my wife is taken care of and she's not going to get hit with a multi six figure tax bill. Like that is a, it's like the MasterCard priceless. Like it is priceless. It's priceless. It's priceless. And I'm not saying all of those people who have low end or low scale tax returns, they're, you know, these W-2 guys and, you know, maybe I just have a couple of rentals, something like this. There's a place that they can go and get a valuable product for that. That's just not what I want to do. That's great for H&R Block and great for somebody who wants a tax factory 
What I want is to build relationships and I want to, ha- I want to help my clients have game changing experiences. That's where we're going to leave it. Thanks so much for doing a take two on the smart strategy for CPAs podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. Did this year's tax season nearly kill you? Do you desperately want to be somewhere else a year from now, but you feel overwhelmed and lost about what to do to change things? The next time you find yourself wondering what to do, head over to shethinksbigcoaching.com to check out the results that clients get from working together. Then take the next logical small step and subscribe to my daily drip newsletter. You'll get one easily digestible tip a day on how to position your business, how to price services, and how to sell outcomes so that you can be more profitable, get your time back, and get off the tax hamster wheel for once and for all. That URL again is shethinksbigcoaching.com. All right, that's it from me. Have a great week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there.